0: Good morning, or evening, Mercy Culture Waco. I've been up since 4 a.m. though, so I don't even know what time it is. It doesn't matter. Good evening, Waco. My name is Landon. I'm the senior lead pastor of Mercy Culture Church. The vision of our church is to take people from corporate encounters with God to daily personal encounters with God. Here's what that means is, is that we are not building a church around a church service. We're not just about encountering God one time a week. What we're about is daily encounters. Now here's why. It's because I've never seen successful Christianity without a daily encounter with the Lord. If your relationship with God is built off anything else, it dies with that. If it's built off a man... When that man or pastor or leader disappoints you, your faith will fail. If it's birthed on a movement and that movement comes to an end, your faith fails. But when your relationship with God is about you and Him, it's amazing what God begins to do. So you're gonna hear this forever. At Mercy Culture we are obsessed with daily encounters. Because here's the thing is when you get in the presence of God every single day And you begin to hear Him. It is so easy to hear God when you're in His presence. So many people think it's so difficult to hear God. And then your pastor or your pope or your intercessor or whoever it is that you lean on to hear God for you, you always have to go back to. Here's the thing. When you learn how to hear God's voice, everything in your life begins to change. We have literally built this church of hearing and obeying and it is so easy to hear God when you're in his presence come on turn to your neighbor and say it's easy to hear God turn to your second choice and say no really it's easy to hear <laughs> so we want to help you learn how to hear God and encounter God and we do it through our membership our membership is called MC Connect but it's really not membership it's discipleship And when you go through MC Connect, you will learn how you best connect with God. Every single person that goes through gets a daily ministry plan, and when you get a daily ministry plan, what happens is is you'll begin, begin to learn how you best encounter God, and then you'll be able to do what we do on a weekly basis every single day. That's why the vision of our church is going from corporate encounters with God to daily personal encounters with God. Deanna, this brand-new iPad is going to turn off like every 20 seconds, if you can help me out with that. So I usually say in Fort Worth, if you've been coming to church for a few weeks or a few months, but it's only been two weeks. <laughs> so I'll say it like this. If God has prompted your heart and you feel like this is supposed to be your church home, then text that word, connect to the number that comes up on the screen. Go to mercyculture.com. I think Waco, forward slash Waco. Is that what it is? Mercy Culture Waco. Thanks, Deanna. Go to Mercy Culture Waco and begin that journey. I promise you it is an absolute game changer. We're not going to take long tonight because we're going to get back into some ministry time. But I wanted to share just a few things that I feel like the Lord put on my heart. Tonight's going to be fun. How many love Sean Foy? I started following Sean... Uh, when he ran for Senate, and uh, I just, I, I love just this spirit-filled, charismatic guy that wasn't staying in the church, and I'm a church boy. I, 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 I grew up in the presence of God at Assemblies of God Church. We had church all the time. We never missed church. I grew up in the presence of God, but something that I've noticed is that a lot of times in the spirit-filled movement People want to get in the church, prophesy, and minister, and then they never want to leave the church and do anything. I was having a conversation with someone the other day. If you read the book of Acts, there's not a whole lot of scriptures about what happened during church services. All of the stories were what was happening outside of church. You hear this all the time, oh, another church, oh, another church in Waco, does does our city really need another church? It's amazing. I never heard anyone say that about a Starbucks before. Oh, great. There's one right by my house now. Ah. never heard anyone say that about a vape store. It's okay. You'll get used to me. See, here's the thing, when we view churches, we view them as places to go to. When the church is a body of people that won't stay in the building. It's amazing what God has done in Fort Worth in three years. We just turned three years old. Had, had we, we never in our wildest dreams thought the church would grow and become what it's become. In fact, Pastor Les had a, a, a prophetic word our first year. He's like, by this time next year, I feel like the Lord's saying it'll be 2,500 people. I'm like, you know, he's just my friend and, you know, his positive reinforcement. I'm like, sure, that, that would be cool, yeah. Never in my wildest dreams would I have thought what has happened in Fort Worth would it happen. And here's the thing that I've learned is the enemy could care less how big the church gets as long as we stay in it what a great strategy of the enemy to get people just to go to church once a month and keep their religion inside the four walls of that church but something wild begins to happen when people take this faith outside the four walls of the church and begin to expand territory. I have a prophetic word over you tonight. And I could say this with authority because this is the prophetic word over the house of mercy culture. And we are one house. We now have three campuses, but, but it's just the tent pegs of the house stretching further. Here's what the Lord said over our house. I was on a daily encounter prayer run. I I, I wake up in the morning and I connect with God through movement and solidarity. I, I love to be by myself and and, and, and when I'm moving and, and running, I used to pace all the time in and, and my prayer time and, and, and I found that when I begin to run I, I just hear God. People say all the time, man, you must really like running. I'm like, I hate running but I love to hear God. So I've I I run between three and seven miles just about every single day. It has nothing to do with running. It has to do on mile two, three, four, and five. He speaks. And I love to hear his voice. And he spoke to me and he said, you're going to expand territory. And the moment he said it was this time last year, I knew he was speaking over the word over our house. Put it up on the screen, please. First Chronicles 410. He said, this is the year. Where he was going to bless us indeed. Supernaturally expand our territory. Put his hand of favor upon us. And keep us from evil. This is a prophetic word over this house. And watch. If you partner with this house. If mercy culture is your church. It means this. That this is a prophetic word for your house. That we will expand territory. This is what this means. It means this, that you're declaring, Lord, you determine the blessing and you determine my response to this blessing. When he says, I'm going to bless you indeed, it means this, beyond your ability. This is a supernatural blessing. See, if it's in your ability, it's not supernatural. If it's something that you have the ability to make happen, it's no longer supernatural. This is a prayer of faith. This is a supernatural prayer of expanding territory. This is the word over our house. Here's what the Lord said He said, We would expand territory spiritually. You are going to expand territory spiritually. What does that mean? It means this is that we are going to take our relationship with God outside the four walls of our church, and we are going to give it away. You watch the disciples. What did they do? They gave away their relationship with God. Silver and gold, I don't have any, but what I have, I give you. I will freely give you my relationship with God. We've made it so difficult. We've made it so complicated when it really is so easy. We will expand spiritual territory through the Holy Spirit. The Lord told me that we are going to expand territory through His gifts this year. 1 Corinthians twelve eight says this, For to one is given through the Spirit or the utterance of wisdom, to another an utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, healing by the same Spirit. To another, working of miracles or powers. To another, prophecy. To another, the distinguishing between the spirits. To another, tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. Verse 11 says, and these are empowered by one of the same who apportions them to each one individually as he wills. This is important that you hear this tonight. I believe with all of my heart that we are invited to walk with the Holy Spirit the exact same way Jesus the disciples walk with Jesus the same way they had a tangible relationship with Jesus is the same way that we're invited to a tangible relationship with the Holy Spirit. I love 1 Corinthians 12, verse 6. It says, "And each of these are a variety of activities, but the same God who empowers them all in everyone. Would you say everyone? Would you say everyone with me again? Tonight, we're going to spiritually expand territory through the gifts of the Spirit. What are the gifts of the Spirit? There's nine gifts of the Spirit. I've been praying for these every single day for close to 20 years. When I drive my children to uh, to school every day, we pray over these gifts. There's nine gifts, wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, power, prophecy, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, and distinguishing between the spirits. What are they? Wisdom is the supernatural application of God's word. Knowledge is the supernatural ability to know and understand the mysteries of heaven and earth faith is the ability to believe God for the impossible. Healing is the journey of wholeness of a person's mind, body, and spirit to operate in the way God intended. Miracles are supernatural powers, the manifestation of the impossible. Prophecy is the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to edify, warn, or announce or reveal future. Discernment between the spirits is the ability to know by what spirit a person is motivated. The ability to know what spirit is in operation. Tongues is the ability to pray the mysteries of God and strengthen the spirit of a man through a heavenly language. Interpretation of tongues is the supernatural ability to understand and receive revelation from a language that you did not learn. Here's the thing. is the same way that we are invited to walk with the Holy Spirit the way the disciples walk with Jesus. Is the same way the spirit of religion resist the Holy Spirit today the way the Pharisees resisted Jesus everywhere Jesus went Pharisees and religious people resisted him he would heal someone and they would say you worked on a Sabbath and Jesus would respond silly religious person healing is not work for me I do it on my day off. In fact people don't even ask me to heal them they just have to touch the robe of my garments as I'm passing through the street and they will supernaturally be healed watch they try to resist Jesus around every corner in every turn this is important that you hear this tonight the same way the Pharisees and Sadducees and religious people tried to resist Jesus is the same way a spirit of religion tries to resist the Holy Spirit so here's the thing is the Holy Spirit is the most resisted person in church today everyone is welcome except the Holy Spirit better not speak in tongues I don't know if we believe in prophecy we better not pray for the sick to be healed what if it doesn't happen okay fine we'll do it on Sunday nights once a year and what we've done is we've pushed out Watch. The gift of God that Jesus said, wait for. You got to hear this tonight. Jesus said, I have to go to the cross because I need to give you this gift. And then the gift that he gave us is the gift that a spirit of religion resists. And here's what I found is when people reject a gift, it's never about the gift. It's always about their relationship with the gift giver. Have you ever met someone that sent a gift back to somebody? Have you ever seen a family member or a friend that there was division in the family? Broken trust in a family. And when someone sends a gift in order to show your disgust or your resistance against a person, You send back a gift, and it's never about the gift. It's always about the relationship that people have. And here's the thing, is the church has rejected the gifts of the Spirit. Not that they have a problem with prophecy. Not that they have a problem with tongues or interpretation of tongues, Or wisdom or knowledge it's because they have a fractured relationship with the gift giver so I came to ask you tonight if Jesus has a gift for you why wouldn't you want it if Jesus said I have to go to the cross because I have to get this gift into the hands of my people why would we not want it? I'm going to close with this. In Acts chapter 19, there was a group of disciples. These were followers of Jesus. And Paul and Apollo said to them in Acts 19 verse 2, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said, no. We have never even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Verse 5, on hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them. They began to speak in tongues and they began to prophesy. Acts 19 does not say that there was an interpreter for their prophetic words or their tongues. Spirit came upon them. And they begin, to watch, to expand spiritual territory through the gifts of the spirit. As I was praying into tonight, I heard the Lord tell me that gifts are a sign of love. How many of you love to give gifts to people you love? I was in a phone store last week, and uh, there's some girls in my daughter's class, so don't tell her this. They said, Hey, we're doing a special. And uh, if you upgrade your plan for $150 off, you can get a brand new Apple Watch. And I know that that's what my daughter wants for her birthday, but her birthday's not till July but I know the desire of her heart and I can't wait to give her the gift that's in her heart. Watch, so because I love her, I'm looking for an opportunity to give her a gift. We have made things so hard in Christianity when they are really so easy. I felt the Lord speak to me that tonight because He's because He loves you, He's looking for an opportunity to give you His gifts. Why don't you stand with me all over this place tonight? And why don't you just close your eyes tight? Why don't you just posture your hearts to receive why don't you let the Lord love on you tonight he doesn't love you because you're good or you've done good things he loves you because you're his He gives gifts to those he loves. Hmm. Since the love of the Father in the room tonight. I was on the Trinity Trail in Fort Worth praying for you. Praying in Waco. And the Lord showed me this service tonight. He showed me Sean here. No one was preaching a sermon. It was just you encountering God. And those that came to encounter God, you're going to get a gift tonight. Scripture says this, that he's a good father and he gives generously to all that ask. So Holy Spirit, we just welcome right now your spirit here at this place. We acknowledge you right now. We say, have your way. Spirit of Jesus, Holy Spirit, we're not ashamed of you. We're not embarrassed of you. Every song we sang tonight was about you. So I pray right now, come, come like you promise. I pray right now, would you come, would you pour out your spirit right now? We declare that you are welcome here right now. We declare your gifts are welcome right now. I pray right now, wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, power, prophecy, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, uh, distinguishing between the gifts. You're welcome right now. Holy Spirit, we want everything that you have for us. We want everything that you have for us. So we say, come, come. Come like you promised come pour out your spirit right now i pray right now that you would just freely give right now your gifts right now come on whatever gift you desire right now just go ahead and just begin to ask the lord for it. come on he says he's a good father he's a good father so if you've been asking or believing god for supernatural wisdom wisdom to know how to use and steward the word of god just ask for it right now i declare knowledge knowing him that Rama to come upon people right now father i pray the gift of faith would stir up in this room Lord, your word says that if we have faith as a mustard seed, we can move mountains. I pray the gift of faith would be stirred in this room. I pray that there would be healings. I pray the gift of miracles would be in this place. Father, we thank you for the testimony I heard today of a woman that was delivered from cancer, that it left her body. And I pray, would you do more? You're not a respecter person. You healed her. I pray that you would heal others tonight. Father, I pray right now power is in this place. I pray right now the gift tongues would come. Father, I pray right now that it would be freely. I pray right now that Jude 120 verse, God, I pray that people would build themselves up in the Lord by praying in the Holy Spirit. I pray the gift of prophecy fall in this house. Father, I pray that we would have the heart of the Father and the mind of Christ. I pray that there would be even interpretation of tongues, Lord, in this house tonight. And I pray that you would give us the gift to distinguish the spirits to know rightly what spirit is in operation so Lord we say we want what you want Holy Spirit would you show us what you want would you show us what you want we say have your way Father we get out of the way tonight we get out of the way tonight and we say have your way in this place in Jesus mighty name here's what I saw when we were worshipping Pastor Les and I have been praying over Waco for this last year one of the things my spiritual father John Paul Jackson taught me was that when you come into a region to identify principalities or high-ranking demonic forces and you unseat them by lifting up the highest authority and one of the ones that we saw in prayer was false religion over Waco So I felt like as we enter this time of ministry, would you lift up the spirit of truth all over this place? Come on, would you pray? Don't, don't let me pray for you. Just you pray. Just pray. We declare right now the spirit of truth. Come on, pray right now. Pray truth scriptures that come to your heart right now. We declare that you are the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus, and that no one gets to the Father except through you. I declare right now that your word is true and that every man's a liar. We declare, Holy Spirit, you are true. The same way that that Moses and Aaron threw down their rods and they became snakes, I declare, and they ate up the false religion of Pharaoh. I pray right now, Holy Spirit, that your spirit, would unseat every false religion I declare every every heresy every blasphemy everything that draws attention to man I just felt that in my spirit a false religion draws attention to man and we say holy spirit that we get out of the way and we pray right now that we would draw attention to you father I thank you the the best thing that we can do is give you all of our attention the worst thing that we can do is take any on ourselves so holy we declare you get all of our attention come on pray with me wake up you get all of our devotion you get all of our focus you get all of it come on lift up truth right now jesus you are the way the truth in the life jesus you are the way the truth in the life i declare your word is true we put on the belt of truth let it be girded around our waist father we declare holy spirit would you lead us we declare your word is true we declare it's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, father we declare your word is true jesus you are true Come on lift up the spirit of truth all over this place lift your hands as high as they go and just breathe in the presence of God he's here breathe in the Ruah the breath of God Holy Spirit's in this room come on physically breathe it in breathe it in breathe it in come on as the world has told us for the last two years to be careful how you breathe I heard the Holy Spirit say just keep breathing me in he is the air that we breathe he is the Ruah of God he breathed into Adam life I feel right now in my spirit. If you're struggling with anxiety right now, lift your hands high and breathe in the presence of God right now. I declare anxiety, go. Holy Spirit, come. Right now, breathe in. Breathe in the presence of God. Anxiety, go. This is not a disorder. It's witchcraft. I declare no spirit but the Holy Spirit. In fact, if you are struggling with any kind of anxiety, just come down to this altar right now. You're going to get delivered. If you're struggling with any anxiety, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Fear, go. Come on. Come down this altar, just lift your hands. You're gonna get delivered. 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 Even as you come, even as you come, come on, play band, pay band. Come on, pastors and leaders, come lay hands right now on them. Come lay hands on them. I declare right now, go. Come on, get face to face with them right now. You're gonna get delivered. Joe, he's the first one. He was the first one down. We declare anxiety, go. Anxiety, go. Anxiety, go.
1: Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. We say anxiety go! Anxiety go! Anxiety go! Anxiety
0: go, Jim up! Come lay hands. Come pray. Come pray. Come pray. now witchcraft we break off every word curse we break off every lie of the enemy we break every partnership with any spirit but the holy spirit we declare it again no spirit but the holy spirit is welcome we declare you have to go every spirit we say holy spirit rule and reign rule and reign To come back, I declare vision to come back. I know, I know. Jim Bob, this guy with the hat right here holding the baby, go minister over him. This is awesome. I saw it over over you first. I saw you stewarding much. Don't know your name. I don't know if we've ever seen each other met before. But I saw you stewarding businesses. But I heard the Lord say, but you were about your father's business. I saw the Lord giving you business ideas, but every single one of them were kingdom enterprises where you were expanding territory. And I saw anxiety that was your distraction and I saw you focused on this distraction, almost like that woman with the issue of blood. It became her focus until she fixed her eyes on Jesus and said, if I could only touch the hem of his garment. And even as you're here tonight on your knees, you're at his helm right now. Just reach out and touch it. Just reach out and touch it. I declare right now that anxiety that has plagued you, I declare right now it's broken off you. I declare right now the authority of it is broken off of you. Every word curse, I declare right now you're not a failure you're a success i declare you're not a failure you're a success the devil's a liar he called you a failure even before you started and i declare right now you're a success before you've started hear the word of the lord over your life young man you cannot fail you're about your father's business you cannot fail i declare the hand of god is on you and you cannot fail as we're in worship i heard the lord say that there were individuals that you've had word curses spoken over you by parents and spiritual leaders. And they were like arrows that pierced your heart. And you've been going on in life, but the arrows are still there. And I saw a vision of the Lord taking them out and then putting the balm of Gilead on you. I saw him touching your heart in healing hearts tonight. If you have had Pastors, spiritual leaders, or you've had parents or people that that, that operate as, as like parents that have spoken curses over your life. Just lift your hands if that's you. Lift them high. Lift them high. Unashamed. Awesome. Lift them high. If you're around someone with their hand lifted, would you just lay hands on them? If you're around them with their hand lifted? All over this place, just start blessing them. Use that word. Just start blessing them. Start blessing them. Start blessing them. Just start declaring the blessing of the Lord is on them. The blessing of the Lord is on them. We declare the blessing of the Lord is on you. The blessing of the Lord is on you. Hear this from a spiritual father. You are blessed hear this from a pastor you are blessed I declare come on pray boldly church right now pray boldly church right now even prophesy come on even some of you God's gonna give you words for him right now just let it go just let those words go just let those words go I heard the Lord say that he's exposing the lies He's exposing the lies, and I hear the Lord say that the highest authority is speaking over your life tonight, and he says this, that you are not cursed, that you're blessed. I declare this, that you are blessed, and I hear the Lord saying this, I hear this phrase, you are highly favored. I declare the favor of the Lord is on you. Even before the service is over, we declare the benediction or the blessing over you. We declare declare that the lord would teach you his ways we declare that you will know god and that you will find his favor pray this over them pray the favor of god has found them come on pray it over them the favor of god has found you the favor of god has found you the favor of god has found you as you're praying come on here pray this let's pray in agreement Declare this. Go succeed. Pray that over them. Go succeed. Go succeed. Go succeed. If you lifted your hands, that you were cursed. Now lift those hands again as high as they can and declare like this, I'm blessed. Say it a little louder. Say, I'm blessed. Say I'm favored. Say I receive the favor of God. Say I receive the favor of God. Say it louder. Say I'm blessed. Say I'm favored. Say I'm highly favored. Say I'm blessed. Here's what I heard the Lord say. He's blessing you and you're going to be a blessing. You're going to be a blessing. Say it again. Say I'm blessed. Say I'm favored. Uh, I, I we're, this, is, this is spiritual warfare right now this isn't calling back this, uh, the, 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 this isn't a game the, the, there's something happens e- even this morning when Sean was ministering we begin to shout and as we begin to shout it, it, it happened even tonight as, as you begin to shout you begin to change the atmosphere the Bible says the enemy is the prince of the air and when we shout we occupy airspace This is really cool. I just saw a vision, and as you, as you declared this, I saw the heavens opening up over your life. Wow. You're going to get a breakthrough tonight. You're going to get a breakthrough tonight. Can I pastor you for a moment? Just close your eyes tight. Lift your hands high. And don't care who's thinking what or who's around you, but you're in the presence of God. You're in the presence of God. I see the Lord delighting over you. I see the Lord delighting. I need some of those little girls who are at the altar I, 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 that were here, some of the, the, the Mercy Culture girls from Fort Worth. Just come dance around her. Just the little girls if they're in the room. Uh, we're the Cody girls. Just, just, come, just come around her. Just come around her. Come fast. Come fast. Come fast. Come on. Come on. Ellington, come fast. Come fast. Would everyone else just scoot around or just scoot back, scoot around, just scoot back, scoot back. Give her space, just space. Girls, would you just begin to dance before the Lord just around her? And I saw, I don't know if we have any flags or banners to give to him, but I, I i saw the angels of the Lord ministering all around you. I saw them ministering to you. And I, and, and I feel like the Lord wants to honor your husband who's been standing in the gap and has been fighting. Come on, girls, just close your eyes and just dance before the Lord. I declare, let ministering angels come and minister. I declare right now, I declare every tormenting spirit, you have no authority. I declare the strongholds are broken over your life. I declare right now that you're coming into your right mind. I declare strength's returning to you. I declare where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Come on, church, pray with me. We declare the enemy's stronghold is broken over your family and your life once and for all. I see you strong. I see you in freedom. I see you in deliverance. I see the Lord be putting his spirit upon you i declare strength on you and i declare there's even going to be ministry on your family i saw you ministering to broken girls i saw you loving those that thought that they were lovely i saw the goodness of god come on church would you worship with this girl would you shout with this girl would you declare the presence of god around her Lift your voice! Come on, occupy the airways! There occupy the airways! Oh, there is freedom! There is freedom! Where the Spirit of the Lord is
1: freedom! Oh, there is freedom right now, Lord. There is freedom where the
0: Spirit of the Lord. Is Pastor Nikki, lay hands on her right now. We declare right now. Depression, you go. Lay hands on her forehead, Nikki, and never come back. Church, I need you to minister with me right now. As loud as you can, I want you to yell, depression, go. Yell it now. Depression, go! Would you yell it 10 times louder? Listen, we're not yelling with our voice. We're declaring with our spirit. Put your hands towards this woman of God and yell, shout, depression, go!
1: Depression, go!
0: Now 10 times louder, shout, Holy Spirit come!
1: Holy Spirit come! Now somebody shout!
0: Here's what the Lord told me. He told me two things tonight. He was going to heal hearts and he was going to heal bodies. If you need healing in your body right now, lift your hands all over this place. If you need healing in your body, keep your hands up high. There's too many for just leaders to get to, so that means everybody has to go be the church. Keep your hand up. If you see someone with their hand up, would you just go pray over them right now? Ask them what they need prayer for and just begin to pray over them right now. Ask them what it is. Ask them specifically. And just go pray. Come on. Don't let anyone with their hand up be alone right now. Everyone, children, everybody go find someone. I think the sound will make it. Get out of the sound booth. Get off your camera. I want to ask them what it is specifically now. Pray specific for what they need healing for right now. Heard this in my spirit because you said so. Holy Spirit, because you said so. Sing that Nathan, because you said so.
1: Because you said so. We declare because you said so. Because you said so. Because you said so, Holy Spirit. Because you said so. Because you said so. Because you said so. Yeah. Oh you declare it. Because you said so. So Because He said so. Because He said so. Because He said so. Healing in Jesus' name. Because He said so. Because He said so. Because He said
0: so. I need everybody to take one step closer. I need to tell you something about mercy culture. We steward what God says. Fear go, Holy Spirit come is not a song. In Fort Worth, it's written on the building. At 1020 Waco Drive, it's about to be written on that building. Watch, it's not a t-shirt, but it's on t-shirts it's not a slogan it was one prayer prayed in a high school that someone grabbed and we began to steward fear go Holy Spirit come was a prayer and then COVID happened and we said wait God has not given us a spirit of fear. Fear, you have to go. Holy Spirit, come. Watch, and we begin to steward or we begin to continue to hold before the Lord what he said. A lot of people want more prophetic words, but they don't steward what God has said. So here's what I just heard in my spirit as they started singing this. Because you said so. This is not a song. This is what the Lord said. Come on, if you need healing in your body, if you raise your hand, lift up your hands one more time, all over this place. It starts declaring with Nathan, because you said so.
1: Because you said so. Come on. Because you said so. You're not even singing
0: this, you're declaring
1: it. Because you said so. Louder. Oh, because he said so. Come
0: on. Louder. Because
1: he said so. Why
0: is he healing tonight? Because he said so. Why is he giving gifts tonight? Because he said so. Why is he moving tonight?
1: Because he said
0: so. Come on. Declare it.
1: Because he said so. Because he said so. Come on. He's a good father. Declare it. Because he said so. Because he said so. Because he said so. Come on about ten times louder. Because he said so. Because he said so tonight. Because he said so. Because he said so. Come on again. Because he said so. Because he said so. Because he said so. Because he said so.
0: Lift your hands as high as they go all over this place and breathe in the presence of God. Clearly, I heard the Holy Spirit say tonight he was going to come upon people and give them supernatural grace to forgive. And here's what I heard in my spirit. There's those of you that have said I could never forgive them for that. And I saw the grace of God coming on you for you to forgive. This is one of the most supernatural things that happens in anyone's life. I can't tell you the hundreds of altar moments where I have seen people bound over the last 20 years, that's standing at altars with people, and over and over and over, I mean hundreds of times, I've heard the Holy Spirit say, tell them to forgive. Come on, lift your hands high all over this place. Breathe in the presence of God. Whoever you need to forgive. Oh, this is really cool. The Holy Spirit just showed me what to do. Here's what I saw him show me what to do. Just declare, I forgive you. Forgive first, then just whisper their name. Hmm. So boldly, I want you to say, I forgive out loud, and then quietly just whisper names. Boldly, on the count of three, say, I forgive you, and then whisper their names. One, two, three. I forgive you. Now whisper names all over this place. Whisper, 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 whisper. I mean, I just felt a wave of the presence of God just sweep in this place. Just whisper, 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 whisper names. I declare right now a heart of forgiveness. I heard the Holy Spirit just say, let it, go, let it 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 go. I saw you letting go of unforgiveness, and it's the moment you open your hand to let go. I saw the Holy Spirit putting gifts in your hand. Father, I pray right now, let the grace of God, let the grace of God fall. The empowerment of the Holy Spirit beautiful just put your hands out like this all over this place close your eyes tight come on really big breathe in the presence of god i saw gifts falling here's what he i heard him say clear as day i've been praying for two days with our intercessors praying the gift of prophecy would fall and when we're in worship i heard the lord say that the gift of prophecy wasn't going to happen from the pulpit But I I heard him say he was giving the gift of prophecy to individuals here. It's falling right now. It's falling. It's falling. It's falling. It's falling. Father, I pray right now, let your heart come and fall on your people in Jesus' name.
2: joy, joy in your presence Mm -hmm. break, break, break off the heaviness there's joy, joy joy in your presence so I got this, I have this word, um, kind of weird, but just go with me you know, when things started to get crazy in California, um the governor, our governor, God bless him, God save him, or God remove him, either one. Um, he told us, you know, we couldn't sing in church. He told us, you know, casinos, strip clubs, marijuana dispensaries, those were essential. The church wasn't essential. And, you know, we... We kind of had a choice, obviously, to make, and I just thought it was funny, because I'm like, dude, I don't know who you think you are. (laughs) We've been worshiping for 2,000 years. We're not about to let you stop us. But what was interesting is that city after city that we went to, and we went to the hardest cities in America. I don't know how many of you guys have seen the places we went into Portland, Seattle, when it was burning into chop into New York City, into Chicago, into Detroit. We went into every place of crisis and calamity, but what was wild is we were so joyful. We were known as like the joyful, annoying Christians. Like we weren't trying to match the intensity of the moment. We were bringing another reality that wasn't there. And so I got fined We got harassed. We got pepper sprayed. We got maced. We got blood dumped on us from Satanists. We got um, (laughs) harassed by Antifa. We got fined by politicians. And the whole time, we just smiled. And I just felt like I wanted to correlate that because I feel like the Lord is raising up houses of joy in this season that operate in a different spirit. And trust me, I'm a fighter, man. Things are getting crazy in the world, and I'm out there fighting. You guys see us. We're in front of Disney. We're stepping in, in the gap, you know, on behalf of our children, the sexualization of our kids. We're fighting for the at the end of Roe v. Wade in America. We're all that stuff. But we're doing it from joy. And I think there's an old-school posture of intercession mentality where you got to be grumpy and mean and look like you're constipated. And if you really look angry and mean and constipated, then it really means God's moving. And I wanna tell you, I feel like there's a call on this church to be a house of obnoxiously joyful worshipers. I'm talking about old school, Texas, annoying, happy Christians. How y'all doing today? You know, that kind of thing. We need a little bit more of that in culture. Even, and I, and I love the conservative movement and I'm all about it, but some of those people are so angry. It's just bad PR for Jesus. Things are gonna get more intense. This is not like even prophetic. It just is going to happen. It's gonna get darker. It's gonna get more gnarly. The enemy's gonna try to get us more riled up. And I feel like this is gonna be a house that just gets more happy people, you're going to be known as, oh man, those guys down at Mercy Church, that's the happy church. Those people are like always annoyingly happy. And I think if we cannot give that breakthrough to a city when we don't carry it ourselves. So I want to pray this over you. Okay, I want to pray this over you. Somebody that's gone across America for two years and encountered pretty much every kind of resistance you can encounter. And we're still here ticking, baby. You know, we're still happy, we're still optimistic, we're still hopeful. And yeah, we're going to stand in front of Disney, we're going to take ground for our kids, and we're going to do it smiling. The enemy is not going to steal our joy. So I want to pray over your joy. I want to pray over your joy in this season. I think some of you guys have let the enemy steal your joy. And I'm telling you, this is going to be known as a house of joy. I don't know about the other churches in this region, but people, when they walk through those doors, all of the oppression and the heaviness and the religiosity and the bondages are going to come off of them. And they're going to, add, they're going to like feel like they're little kids again. They're going to feel like they're children again. They're going to feel like they never, they never had a traumatic church experience when they step in here. So come on, just lift your hands. I want to pray that. Lord, I thank you that in your presence there is fullness of joy. I thank you tonight, Lord, that you desire this church to be obnoxiously joyful in the city of Waco, Texas. Lord, I thank you, God, that you're filling them just like you promised in the upper room, God. They were known to be drunk and full of joy. Make this the happiest, most drunk, full of joy people that this city and this region has ever known. Rip away the cynicism, rip away the skepticism, rip away the heartache and the pain and the trauma. Lord, make this a house of joy a house of hope a house of optimism a house where anything is possible when you walk through those doors heaviness has to go depression has to go doubt has to go god we thank you
3: tonight this is a house of joy in jesus name
1: It's high tide, It's high tide in the river called glad. We're jumping in tonight, Jesus. It's high tide in the river called glad. We're jumping into You tonight, God. It's high tide in the river called glad. Hey! It's high tide. It's high tide in the river called glad.
3: We're gonna go back into this song in a moment. I promise. We're ending. But all week long, I've been texting and in and, and staff meetings, we've been talking about the spirit of joy being our strength. We've been talking about fighting. Sean didn't know this. We've been talking about the battle in this city being fueled by joy, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And as Sean was ministering that word from the Lord, I kept hearing the scripture, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And I heard the spirit of the Lord say tonight, get your hopes up. Some of you are sitting in this room and you're afraid to hope. I can hear it. Some of you say, I've been involved in churches before. I've been involved in movements like this before. I've extended my faith before and it didn't work out the way I expected it to. And I hear the Holy Spirit say, get your hopes up. Come on, somebody say, get your hopes up. Get your hopes up. So, Father, I pray for hope. Lord, I pray that you would give us hope. Lord, that you would give us faith. To believe for the impossible, faith to believe for things that we cannot see, hope to believe for what is a hopeless situation, hope to believe for this city, hope to believe for our family, hope to believe for sickness in our body. Hope to believe for the restoration of hopeless marriages. For the restoration of hopelessly destroyed relationships. For the restoration of hopeless wayward and lost children. God, give us hope. Give us hope, Lord. Rain joy down in this room tonight. Rain
1: joy down. Say it's high tide. It's high tide in the river corner. Somebody just dance before the Lord tonight. It's high, high tide, tide in the river cold land hey, the it's high tide
3: in the river cold hey. Come on, somebody don't care what anybody thinks.
1: Hey. Just lift it's high up your head. in the river Cogland. Cold cold we're dumping it. We're dumping it, Lord. It's high tide in the river cold land from chest deep. We want to go from waist deep to chest deep. So we want to go from ankle deep. We're going to go from ankle deep to knee deep. We're going to go from waist deep to chest deep tonight. Waist deep to chest deep. Oh, climbing over my head.
3: y'all go at some point.
1: We're
3: going to be here worshiping for a while. We are so glad that you joined us tonight at Mercy Culture Church. I didn't introduce myself earlier. Some of you are like, who is that? My name is Les, and I'm the lead pastor here in Mercy Culture Waco, and it it is such an honor to have you with us today. If you want more information about Mercy Culture, you can text the word Waco to the number on our screen. If you're ready to get connected, text the word CONNECT to that same number, 59090. As always, we want to thank you for being a generous church. There are three ways to give. You can text the word GIVE to the number, or you can text GIVE to 254-279-6262. You can go online to our website, and there are giving boxes as you leave. Come on, I want to pray a blessing over you tonight. If you would just position yourself in a posture to receive Father, we thank you. We ask you that you would teach us your ways that we may know you and find favor. We love you, Mercy Culture family. We will see you right back here next Sunday at 6 p.m.
1: Say amen.